Hello, my name is Rick. Ciao. I'm Millie. And this is episode 29. 29. Of season three. Three. Of Yonks Ago. It's like we never left. Good to be back. This is Yonks Ago, coming into your ears. Now what are Yonks? They're kind of like years. Just a father and a daughter who want to know all about some people from Yonks Ago. Interesting people who did interesting stuff, but about whom we don't know enough. So we're going to dig deep and find it all out. Yonky doodlers know what we're all about. Yonks Ago. Hey, ho. Can you believe it? Uh, no. Yeah, no, it's, it's almost unfathomable. Here we are, episode 29 of season three, the Donny B season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, geez, it's been a hot minute. Got to keep people on the toes, you know? Yeah. Never, I mean, never let them know your next move. That's right. <laughs> so, we're just an ambush podcast now. Yeah. Um, you got used to us coming semi-regularly. I mean, to be fair, we were drip feeding towards the end anyway. Yeah. Um, and when I say end, I say the middle. Yeah. Uh, I mean the middle. Um, <laughs> But it's been five months yeah. over, over five months, yeah. five months and a bit. And like three days. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, so, um, we've kept, and we're right in, the, right in the hot spot we are, right in the middle of the Bodyline yeah. test series. We've, got, we've set the platform, we're two tests in, and then we went, let's just take five months <laughs> to just really get our act together. It was getting a bit too hectic. <laughs> yeah. You know? so Sometimes need- you just got to take a step back. Yeah, look, if the Australian and England cricket teams could have taken five months in between tests, they would have. <laughs> just to get their heads together, yeah, because that was you know it was escalating, um, but they they didn't have that luxury. Um, so you've you know you've been, you've had five months. You're you're no longer a, you're no longer a school student like you were no. during the, the 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 meat and bones of the Yonks ago back no, catalogue. I wasn't in January either, Dad. I know, but it was but new like and fresh. more so more so now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you've really settled. You've got five months under your belt. Yeah. Really. Because in January, that's still it's standard still school holiday time. Summer holidays, yeah. So even if you were a student, you would have still been doing nothing. Sorry, there, Dad, you? you're actually confusing the Americans. January is winter. Oh, no, yeah. I've, got, I've got my seasons all confused. <laughs> uh, shout out to all the American Yonky Doodlers out there as well. Um, you are a beloved part of the, of the Yonky Doodle family. Uh, so we've taken five months. You've settled in. Have you – I mean, I don't want to put any pressure on you, but have you secretly been – Studying audio engineering in the yes. five months since we yes. If something goes wrong in the podcast, will you somehow magically be able to step in, fix it? Not yet. Okay, I not. haven't graduated yet. Oh, it's a four-year degree. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> I don't want to burn out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> audio engineering is famously taxing. Yeah, I got to get all my skills yeah, yeah. before I like start putting them to use. You know? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to leap out of the plane before you know how to fly. Exactly. Um, because you're just gonna fall. And that, even if you're an audio engineer, that's going to make a horrible sound exactly. when, you, when you hit the ground. <laughs> so, learn to flap. Learn to flap those audio wings. Hey, yes. I'll support you 100%. Um, and hopefully, fingers crossed, nothing horrendous is going wrong audio-wise. Uh, I don't think so. I've got to confess, it's been five months. Uh, and even before then, I barely had a grip <laughs> on what was going on. So, a five-month hiatus is definitely going to make me a little loosey-goosey in terms of how this – I didn't even really know how to, you know, do the theme song. 
Hey, we got the prime number theme song in though. Hey, we remembered that. Coming back on a prime number. You yeah, know how it is. So it's. I mean, almost. It's almost the peak um, episode in Donny Donny B's cricketing, oh. um, cricketing drama. I guess the drama side of, of his cricketing life, we're, we're at the peak. And so it does make good sense that it's a prime numbered episode. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, so I guess we need, for our own sakes, to do a quick recap. Well, yeah. I, I don't even know who Don Bradman is anymore. <laughs> is it, you know, war hero? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was once married to Nancy Wake. I think we established yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> what we have forgotten is all the hilarious yonks ago in jokes that we've yeah. developed over the course of the season. No references will be made. <laughs> <laughs> no. If you were relying on some sweet, sweet callbacks, we've got nothing for you. No. All I remember is we liked some guy called maybe Aaron Jackson. Trevor? Aaron. <laughs> Alan Jackson. There was some. There was a Jacko Jackson in it's there okay. somewhere. You know what? Now well, we can create more inside jokes, and yeah. we'll probably just recycle some old ones. Yeah. but we won't remember, so they'll be fresh. They'll be fresh. Yeah. Um, so we're clean slating our um, our back catalogue of in jokes. <laughs> Uh, so let's just do a quick recap from what I can remember. I haven't even done my research. Um, uh, but the first two tests of the se- of the the bodyline series. So obviously, the English had come up with their brand new bodyline leg theory, yes. which was technically within the rules of the game. So they weren't cheating, um, but nobody liked. The look no. of it. Nobody yeah. liked the spirit of it. They thought it just was not cricket. Uh, they tried it out in the first test, which was Bradmanless, <gasps> because Bradman, oh. you know, there was a lot of stories. There was a lot of theories. Some suspect he was having a nervous breakdown, just working too hard. Probably the public pressure of being Dot Bradman had gotten too much for Donny B, and he didn't even play in the first test. He said, "You know what? I need a breather." Mm. Um, he would have he would have fit in really well in the Yonks Ago podcasting world where we just take five months off if we need a break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he took a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it meant he missed the first test, which the English cricket team, led by Douglas Jardine, who we branded as the posh guy, mm-hmm. and he was happy to unleash body line during the first test, even though Bradman wasn't there, and they dominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, much to the chagrin of the uh, Australian cricket-watching public. Well, sucks to suck, you know. Um, and what I don't think I did cover in uh, our, our podcast mm-hmm. so far is that Jardine had a signal when he wanted to call oh, I see. the uh, the body line field, mm-hmm. when he wanted to activate, go, 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 body line, go. What was it? He a dab? Would, he, <laughs> would do, he would put his hands in the air. Two claps above his head. Oh, hey, that's is, good. That's like a little dance. Yeah, yeah. He was, if anything, the pioneer of TikTok. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone was doing the body line. <laughs> Get online and do the body line. Um, and so in the first test, he's doing it, hands above the air, clap, mm-hmm. clap. Everyone, just about every fielder goes to the leg side around the batsman and they do the body line bowling, which is hard and fast and a little bit short at the body and the head. Hopefully they stuff it up. They normally did. And England comfortably won the first test. Mm-hmm. Then second test at the MCG, Donny B comes back. Yes. Refreshed. Mm-hmm. Comes out to the first uh, – in the first innings, out for a duck. Oh. Not even to body line. Just a good ball. No. He, just, he just stuffed up. <laughs> uh, but then he came out in the second innings, uh, batted mag- magnificently. Mm-hmm. Australia wins the second test. So Slave. it's tied one all. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the um, the whole body line situation means that a, the Australian cricket going public are ropeable. 
the Australian cricket playing public, the, the test cricketers, are also a little bit like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> the administrators are like, is there a rule against this? There must be a rule against this. Um, and it's hitting fever pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we join uh, the third test in Adelaide. Now, there's also a little bit of political background that is fueling the whole tension around this cricket, this England versus Australian cricket. Cause I in, see. Because um, in Adelaide... Um, a year before, there'd been um, massive protests as the un- the unemployment benefits had been cut. I see. Uh, and there'd been scuffles between the unemployed and police in, in Adelaide a year earlier. And um, a lot of people blamed England for this whole situation because England had forced Australia to repay a bunch of debts. Mm-hmm. Um that had led to the dole being cut. So everyone's like, England had come in. They've got shitloads yeah. of money. And they've come over to Australia and said, oh, you owe us some cash. Give it to us now. And they're like, oh, come on, give us a few more years. And Australia have gone, nah, we need our cash now. Um, and so this Australia had been forced to cut the dole, yeah. to cut social services. And so everyone's like, England suck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so this whole vibe has been going in Adelaide for – it's been building over a year mm. about how, how bad are England. Yeah. They come around here, they, 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 they take our money, they make our life hard. They're so pompous. We're the working class. Show us some respect. Mm-hmm. And then that on top of the English cricket team employing body villain. line, which isn't technically cheating but feels like it's, cheating. Yeah. And so, Dirty play. Yeah. Uh, which, of course, they, they are doing because Australia had triumphed on the mm. back of working class grit yes. and Donny B leading the charge. And so Australia, Winning fair and square. Yeah, 100%. And so we're in the, the depression is growing, mm-hmm. so the economic downturn is causing a lot of pain. Bradman had, had provided a brief glimmer of light mm. in that dark gloom of economic hardship mm-hmm. and now England have come, who we already hate. Yeah. And they're bowling short, fast <laughs> balls with the, all their field on the leg side. This is nonsense. Oh, That's the vibe yeah, in Adelaide right now. Aggravating, aggravating. They are absolutely sick of this nonsense. And so record crowds Way. have turned up to the <laughs> yeah. Adelaide Oval. Standing room only. <laughs> like they, they are packed yeah. in there like sardines. Like, like, like sardines watching jardines. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this is the this is the backdrop of the third test as it starts. And so, look, the police have already nothing's happened, mm-hmm. but the police are there in numbers. Yeah, uh, they would, wouldn't they? Here, if you need, <laughs> like they're there just in case. Um, and so, it's a powder keg waiting to explode. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, Australia goes into bat first. Okay, that's where we're at. Do we win the toss? Um, that's a good question. I'd like a question without notice, by the way. Look, um, I mean, to be fair, I should have done all my research. Um, <laughs> Just wondering. But I haven't. I feel like, you know what's happened in the five months? I've, I think I've got to acknowledge who I am as a man, mm-hmm. where I am at, in life, and accept the fact that I really should put my glasses on if I'm going to be <laughs> reading, if I'm going to be reading from this book. Uh, because I'm like, gee, it's hard to read this book. If only there was some way these words were easier to read. You know what would make it easier? Glasses. Go get your glasses, Wearing dude. the glasses that I'm specifically supposed to wear when I'm reading. So I'm going to pause the pod- podcast and just accept who I am now. All right, I'm back. I've got my glasses. I'm just making sure Millie's had time to readjust to the fact that she's got a podcast with me uh, wearing my glasses, which is unusual. 
No, but you look good, Dad. Thanks. Thanks, Millie. I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, and lucky I did put my glasses on and lucky you asked the question mm-hmm. because I had it completely wrong. <laughs> I had a 50-50 chance. Yeah, you did. And I chose, I chose poorly. Because <laughs> England won the toss. Jardine. Um, old Jardos. What do you reckon? Heads or tails? I reckon he always picks heads because people say tails never fails and Jardine's like, tails can fail yeah. and I'm going to be there when it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so he definitely went heads. Um, he won the toss. It's Saturday the 13th of January and they elect to bat, which is, you know, it's that's up to him, but it does mean it's a, it lowers the stress levels because people are only really worked up when England are bowling yeah. their body line. So mm. if, if England are batting, the police are like, oh, we can relax. Yeah. This, is, this is fine. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing too crazy is going to happen while England's batting. So it gets off to, you know, which I guess some people would have been happy, but a lot of the crowd would have been like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh we've turned Head up. for the show. We've, tu- we've turned up en masse. <laughs> we were wanting to, to get really stuck in and n- nothing to see here. Mm. Uh, so England are batting. They bat you know, very well, and they get themselves to three hundred and forty-one. Very nice. They bat all the way through the first day, and they get past lunch on the second day. So Australia end up batting at three fifteen p.m. quarter past three mm-hmm. on the second day of the test. That must be January fourteenth. Must be. Um, uh, just uh, one month before Valentine's Day. <laughs> Capricorn season. <laughs> yes. Um, so all the Capricorns uh, are ready. They know the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> they, know, they know what to expect. Uh, and so they go out to bat. Our opening bat, one of our opening batters, Fingleton. Way. Uh, out for a duck. Ah, oh, he sucks. Absolutely skittled. Bradman comes out next. First drop. Um, so he's coming in at number three. Yep. He's, he comes out. So they're one for one at this stage. Terrible. And as he comes out to bat, the police start just filing. They just start heading out, you know, ringing the, ringing the standing between the spectators and the field. I see. There's just a, a ring of police <laughs> without everything even untoward happening. They're like, we better because <laughs> we feel like this could get this could kick off at yeah. any second. So as Bradman's walking out, they're all welcoming, but the police are filing out onto the ground, you know, just to yeah. to provide a, a little barricade, a little <laughs> a little barrier between the um the crowd yeah. and the field. Uh, so the Adelaide spectators greet you know Bradman with gusto all the way to the wicket, uh, and he bats just sensibly. Uh, at the moment, Gubby Allen's bowling. I don't know if you remember if I we don't. touched on this, but Gubby is the bowler, the English bowler, who refused to bowl to a body oh, line field. Love him. He went, I also think this is a bit of nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> and um, if you set that field, I'm the bowler. <laughs> um, so, again, he's also like, we don't mind Gubby Allen. Yeah. Uh, but then as soon as he finished bowling, uh, Larwood comes on and he is, yeah, yeah. he is the demon. He is yeah. the fast bowling. If anyone's going to cause trouble. It's Harold Larwood, who who it actually seems like was the nice. He's a nice chap. Yeah, he's just a very fast bowler. Yeah, doing what he's told. Yeah. Um, Which, what? I mean, respect. Yeah, and I do think he did end up with a lot of respect um, from the Australian yeah. cricketing public afterwards. But yeah. at this stage, everyone's like, "This fucking guy." <laughs> Excuse my language. Um, and then in the. First over that he's bowling, he's um, uh, Bradman gets off the mark with a single. Nice. So Woodful, cheeky, cheeky single. Bill Woodful, who I think is our captain. Yes, he is our captain. Yeah. Woodful's facing, and the last ball of the ball of the over. I oh, know. Um, the and this isn't the body line field hasn't been set yet. No. This is just still because the you know the ball's new. Yeah, nothing yeah. To just 
give the bowlers a chance to bowl proper cricket. It's just the introduction. Yeah. <laughs> and he bowls a fast, short one that gets up, rears up on Woodfull, Whoa. hits him in the chest just above the heart. Oh, no. Woodfull drops his bat, staggers away from the wicket, clutching his chest. He's, he's going to die. Shocked silence followed. And then the crowd erupts. In absolute mayhem, <laughs> players and umpires gathered around the stricken batsman. He's lying on the ground. Abuse is hurled at Larwood. Bradman thought the crowd was so incensed that it might well invade the ground. Lucky the police were there. Yeah. Um, and then Jardine mm-hmm. sidles up to Larwood and he says, loud enough for all to hear, Yeah. Well, bold, Harold. <laughs> oh, Jardine. He's happy, he's happy to play the villain. Oh, well, bold Harold. Um, Wait, so that wasn't a bodyline one. No, that, that wasn't was just, a bodyline one. That was just one. him doing a cheeky just one. Just good bowling. Yeah. That's just good cricket, yeah. but got him in the chest. Got to dodge those ones. And, <laughs> and look, if it hadn't have been the powder keg environment that it was, yeah. people would have been like, oh, yeah. that's oh, oh. oh, jeepers. But as it was, they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Try to kill him. We're going to get you. <laughs> um, and so, but look, he didn't die. He's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, took him a while. Took the wind out of he him. He should have worn a chest guard. I mean, this was before. It's his own fault. Yeah, people just <laughs> didn't even know how much protection you needed no. in these days. No helmets, no nothing. Nah. Um, and so Woodfall picks himself up, dusts himself off. Um, he's a bit pale, a bit unsteady. Oh, dear. He walks back to his place at the crease, which calmed the spectators a little. They're like, thank God he's not someone, dead. Did someone check him out? Oh, yeah. He had, I mean, okay. but back in those days, yeah, they like... no doctors or nothing. <laughs> so it's like, you're right, buddy? And he's like, oh, <laughs> he's I, a bad date. I guess. I guess I'm all right. <laughs> um, but he's pale, a bit shaky. Okay. But the fact that he's gotten up and he's ready to bat again, the spectator's like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> but that was. Strike ooh. one, strike one. Yeah, yeah. And then Larwood goes back to his mark, keen to have another bowl because he's like, I'm, I'm bowling pretty <laughs> he well. Just, he just doesn't care, yeah. And as he goes to start running in, the captain says, wait, hands clap. above the head, double clap. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so just after he's whacked him down, he's gone, let's double down on this mayhem. I see. Time for the body line. <laughs> um, and so then six players automatically take up the position around the, around the batter. Uh, and when it when this move dawned on the crowd, they roared once more in yeah. fury. Yeah. They're like, are you kidding me? You <laughs> killed him. Now you're going to attack him specifically? Brutal. Um, and so Larwood, you know, just doing what he's told, yeah. uncoils himself again into his graceful run, delivers a sharp bouncer, which knocked the bat out of Woodfull's hands. <laughs> the crowd turned mob. Oh, dear. <laughs> so now the police are having to hold him back. Yeah. All right, it's getting... Hectic. Oh, dear. Um, Someone tell this, um, what's his name, <laughs> Sardines, to just chill out. The spectators were so wild at this stage that Gubby Allen, who was one of the leg side fielders, said to, who was near the leg side umpire, said to the umpire, could, could you please leave me a stump if the crowd comes over the fence? <laughs> and the umpire said, not in your life, mate. I'll need all three myself. <laughs> They're having a laugh. They're having a laugh, but also planning their defence should they come to bodily harm. Yeah. You know, it's a good environment. It's good fun times. Um, and look, by luck more than design, it was Alan who was bowling at the other end, as we said. Yeah. So every time Alan bowled, that took the pressure off. Yeah. That, you know, everyone calmed down. Yeah. We all like Gubby Allen. He was refusing to bowl uh, to bowl if there was bodily line. So it, 
because if if they had been bowling body line from both ends, it could have got worse. Yeah. Like the pressure wouldn't have wouldn't have eased. Yeah. And if there's no easing of the pressure, it's going to explode. Mm-hmm. So thank goodness Gubby Allen was in there holding the holding the line. Yeah. I reckon he deserves a medal. Do you? <laughs> No one res- oh, let's no, go back in time. No yeah. one gives Gubby Allen the respect he deserves for being the little little pressure valve. Yeah. That allowed the crowd to calm down. <laughs> and all he was doing was being a good bloke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean just decency really. Yeah. There should be a good bloke, you know, a good yeah. person. A good person medal <laughs> yeah. named after Gubby Allen. Because he didn't do anything special. He didn't do anything amazing. No. Nothing. But he just said, that stupid thing you want me to do? I'm not doing yeah. it. Yeah. And there would have been pressure from the captain. Yeah. When the captain says, nah, nah, yeah. I get to set the field. And then, you know, like other people in the team would have been like, oh, yeah, no, he's kind of right. <laughs> he's right. It is nonsense. Yeah. All it takes is one good person. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that it has a good effect. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I think Gubby Allen in all of this mm-hmm. needs a little bit more recognition for being the quiet, little quiet hero. Yeah. Because like Larwood, he, he's not, he's not. A bad dude. I yeah. don't know him personally. No. But, but, you know, he's not bad either. No. But he was just, he was going with the flow. Yeah. He yeah. went, oh, these are my orders. Gotta, yeah. I've got to do it. Yeah. Which, you know, no change. Yeah. That's it. Change can't happen. No positive change. If good change. people do nothing. Exactly. Uh, and Gabby Allen was a good person doing something. Exactly. Um, and, it, and it didn't have overwhelming change, but I feel like just even reading this bit, it had a little bit of change. Yeah. Like he, he helped in some small way. Um, so hats off, Gubby Allen. We'll be uh, look. Maybe we need to start awarding some sort of. Um, maybe after Gotta each episode, back. one of us gets the Gubby Allen Award <laughs> for being just a good podcaster. <laughs> Who will it be? Homemade award. Yeah. Oh yeah. Slay. Yeah. It's like I'm going to use dried pasta. Is the only thing I know. <laughs> I'm definitely going to use. We had that little cricket bat. <gasps> a little cricket bat. I mean, he was a bowler. Whatever. But it's, it's, I mean, (laughs) hey. It doesn't mean he didn't bat. Wow. I mean, that attitude is not going to get you the Gubby Allen Award. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But look, we're both still in the running. We're both still in the running. (laughs) Um, So look, it's all building. The pressure cooker environment is uh, definitely happening. And. Bradman is uh, – so Bradman's out there batting as well. He is, he's – something about leg theory yeah. um, made Bradman bat a little weird. <laughs> like he was always a fairly aggressive batsman. He liked to score quickly. Yeah. But I think we talked a little bit. His response to body line was to dance around the pitch a bit. Yeah, a yeah, A bit I more like your modern day cricketers do. Steve Smith. Yeah. People don't really raise an eyebrow these days. But back then it was a very weird sight to see someone – Moving to the leg side, to the offside, yeah. trying to change the you know the 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 line of the delivery. It was a very unusual sight, as was leg theory. So he was like, "Well, if they're going to do something weird, how about I do something weird?" Yeah. Um, but it meant he was always trying to be aggressive with every ball. Yeah. Because he'd sort of made the decision: no matter what happens, I'm going to jump around. And once you've done that, you're already in an aggressive mindset. Yeah. So he was pretty much like all or nothing. Johnny B. Bit risky, bit risky. Yeah. Yeah, it was all risk and with little chance of reward. Yeah. Obviously, the second innings in Melbourne, he, he batted, made a century uh, and so the risk so, paid off. Yeah. 
But it just means you feel like in this battle, England are winning. Yeah. Even if he's scoring runs because their whole thing was to how can we make Don Bradman not the crazy, yeah. um, you know, he's scoring 300 every time he comes out to bat. Mm. Um, I feel like they are winning even they if are. he does score runs against them because yeah. they've changed the way he's approaching batting. Mm. Um, and so he's out there. He's faced 17 balls. Australia um, Australia are one for 18 and then he goes out. Oh, no. He's Larwood. How did he get him? Larwood got him out. And I think this was the first time that Larwood had ever gotten him out uh, in 15, 15 innings bowling to him. Whoa. Um, he just bowled a good length ball and yeah, so it wasn't even a bouncer. It wasn't even a dangerous ball. And mm-hmm. he just clipped it off his legs and got caught at one of the, um, you know, one of the, one of the crazy fields. But so they were bowling – to a body line field, mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't specifically nasty delivery that got I him. See. But because he was batting with that weird yeah, attitude, exactly. he just you know he he, he clipped it game. in the air, yeah, which is the aggressive way to do it. Whereas Tony Brabham was much more likely to hit things along the ground yeah, back in the day. I, re- I remember, mm. and so he hasn't made many runs. Um, he's he's <laughs> no, out he for eight. Terrible. He's really. out for eight in this. A pressure cooker environment. Um, and so then Ponsford comes out joining long-suffering Captain Woodfull who's mm-hmm. just been getting hit from here. Jeez, these people have good names, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't see names like that anymore. No, we don't. Um, and these – where does Australia get to? We get to about 200 and, 212 or something. Okay, so, so it's like average. Yeah, I think uh, – no, by the end of the day, no, we didn't get that much, 100 and something. 100 oh, and terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's been a pretty wild time. And so Woodfull goes out. Oh, dear. Uh, at some, at f- he's 51. But Gubby Allen he's bowls He's 51? 50, not 51 years old. <laughs> although he might be. I don't know what cricketers were like back then. <laughs> but he's uh, 50. He's, he's, he got to 50, <laughs> even though he nearly got killed. Yeah, true. Um, so he's done all right for himself, the captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Gubby Allen bowls him. So no shame there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing mm. sus going on there. Just good bowling from a good bloke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Woodfull heads back to the dressing room. And then the team, the English team manager, who was a polite diplomat, mm-hmm. who um, who secretly had no time for body line. He didn't like it. He didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, his name was Mr. Warner. Way. Um, and so he came into the Australian dressing room to extend oh. his sympathies for the injuries that the captain Woodfull had received. Yeah. Um, being a good sport. Mm. Um, but the captain, who was also a very polite, lovely chap. Oh, no. He said, um, I don't want to see you, Mr. Warner. <laughs> uh, and then he said, there are two teams out there. One is trying to play cricket and one is not. Oh, hey. It is too great a game for spoiling by the tactics your team is adopting. I don't approve of them. It might be better if I do not play the game. Uh, I agree with him. He's made some good points. And so, look, for, for, for Woodfull, who polite, quiet chap, yeah. respected across the board to say in these days, that's, that's, that's a strong statement. Mm. He's like, this is nonsense. I don't even want to play cricket anymore. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Get out. He said it in a nice way, though. Oh, but, you know, look, but back in these days, that was, I mean, that oh. was basically spitting in his face. I see. <laughs> he said, I don't want to see you, Mr. Warner, which today <laughs> just seems like a nice way of saying, you know, that's just, yeah, yeah. That's just establishing boundaries. Yeah. But back then, might as well have punched him in the face. 
<laughs> um, and so this final remark, I might, I might be better if I do not play the game, indicated that Woodfull was considering not letting his team play on. They were just going to be like, we're not playing no more. This is mm. nonsense. We've had enough. And so Warner left the room distressed by this breakdown in the normally polite harmony between the two teams. Um, and so later on, this conversation got leaked to the media. Yeah. And so that statement um, became public and Woodfull was absolutely uh, gutted that because this was meant to be a private conversation. Yeah. Uh, and he thought that, I think, he thought Fingleton, the opening batter, hang on a sec. Yeah, I think he thought Fingleton, the opening batter, had leaked it. That was the thing because oh. I think he was a journalist by trade. I see. Uh, so they were like, Fingleton. Uh, I would have thought he would th- thought that Warner did it and that would create more tensions. Yeah. But now that I've said that, I feel like I've got that completely wrong. <laughs> Do your research, mate. Yeah. No, no, I'm right. Yeah, Fingleton. Okay. Jack Fingleton. Um, yeah, because Warner approached was approached by a journalist, Claude Corbett. Um, Warner was upset that the remarks had leaked to the media. I see. And he, he asked the... Journalist, who told you that? And Corbett said, Jack Fingleton. So, look, he's named his sources. Yeah. But maybe it was a little distraction because mm. Jack Fingleton, till the day he died, maintained that it wasn't him that leaked it. It was, in fact, Hadoni B. <gasps> he, Ooh. till his dying day, oh on his deathbed, goodness. they were like, you've got one final chance to confess that it was really you that leaked it. He's like, it was Don I believe him. Bradman. I believe him. Yeah, I mean, so do I. <laughs> the little that I've learned so far about Donny B is that he's a sneaky little monkey. Yeah. He's a sneaky little just, monkey. He probably just paid that journalist to say it was Fingleton. Oh, 100%. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah, yeah. They're going to sacrifice Fingleton all day yeah. uh, to keep Donny B safe. Um, and so now this is a little bit of, uh, you know, undercurrent. Um, so now the public have heard this, that the captain's upset, mm-hmm. doesn't, want the, doesn't want the game to go on. The captain hates body line. Um, all of this stuff, again, fuels everything. Australia goes out to bat again. They're a five for 131 at this stage. Okay. Struggling. They're still 210 behind um, England's first innings. Yeah. Um, uh, they keep they, – they battle on – they get to one, one more. I think there's one more. Hang on a sec. Uh, no, there's seven for two hundred and twelve. Uh, and Oldfield, I think. I think his first name's Bert. It's got to be Bert Oldfield, surely. That rings a bell, oh, even if it's I not. I've got no idea. <laughs> Bert Oldfield, uh, which I don't know him, but he sounds like a nice guy. He sounds like a G. Yeah, yeah. Not not good enough to get the the Gubby Allen Award. No. Not that great. <laughs> He's not that good a bloke, but he sounds like you'd like him. Yeah. He'd tell a good story. Yeah. Gather around. Bert Oldfield's <laughs> going to tell us, spin us a yarn. <laughs> um, and so he's headed out there, lovable Bert Oldfield, mm-hmm. um, and he has decided to go for the run. So he's he's gone out with a bit of a swashbuckling attitude. Yeah. And he's got to 41 quite quickly. So nice. a little bit of rearguard action. Everyone's like, how good's Bert Oldfield? And we're like, yeah, we've been trying to tell you, Bert Oldfield is <laughs> lovable. Um, and so Larwood comes back on. Um, Jardine's like, should we go the clap, clap? He's like, no, nah, not yet. Wait, wait, wait. So okay. they haven't got the body line field in place. Okay. Larwood's just out there bowling. He bowls a bouncer 
pitched middle and off, and Oldfield, full of swashbuckling attitude, goes to hook the hook the uh-huh. uh, the bouncer, missed it, hit in the front of the head. Oh dear! Right. Smacking the head, and he goes down like a sack of spots. Oh, they don't wear helmets, do they? No helmets okay. back in the day. That's just so he's, Larwood. So he's he could die like, full pace, ball in the head. That's um, not great. Captain Woodfall comes dashing out of the dressing field, runs yeah, runs he, out there. He knows what it's like. Um, yeah, <laughs> and he ha- helps escort his semi-concussed. Wicket keeper. Oh, it's a wicket keeper. Oh, Bird Oldfield. Obviously, he's a good, <laughs> <Yeah>. good lad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so escorts lovable Bert Oldfield from the field amidst angry booing of Larwood. Yeah. Oldfield had a linear fracture of the right frontal lobe. That's not good. Cracked the skull. That's not good. <laughs> oh, mate. And he was out of the match. Um, and so people are going nuts. He diffused the tension a little bit by saying publicly that he blamed himself for playing the hook shot and he didn't blame Larwood for hitting him. Uh-huh. Um, and it helped as, as well that the body line field wasn't yeah. in, in place at, the, at that time. So that helped uh, keep things a little calmer. But just everything in this game is fueling the fire. Uh, and so the Australian Cricket Board of Control now decides to um, act on Bodyline by holding a press conference and sending a telegram to, to the MCC, uh, which is the you know the Marleybone Cricket Club in England, uh-huh. the home of cricket. Yeah, uh, and they say this is their this is their uh, message. Don't care. Bodyline bowling has assumed such proportions as to menace the best interests of the game, making protection of the body by the batsman the main consideration. Mm-hmm. This is causing intensely bitter feelings between the players as well as injury. In our opinion, it is unsportsmanlike. Yeah. Unless stopped at once, it is likely to upset friendly relations between Britain and Australia. I mean, again, they said it. They said it. Again, it doesn't sound like they've gone too hard, but that is, for the day, that's almost a declaration of war. <laughs> they basically said... Your team's unsportsmanlike, which back in the day, you've you've really. Wait, are they talking about England? Yeah, they're saying England's playing un, with un, unsportsmanlike. But who who said that? Australian, oh, the Australian cricket said, board. I thought you said. No, the this English is the message we sent. This is the message I, we sent. I get you now to the MCC. Yeah. Um, so that's beef. Yeah, they're starting beef. Um, and so this gets out, um, the wording amounted to what appeared to be an ill-considered overreaction. <laughs> um, so this lays the groundwork for a little bit more beef. Yeah. Uh, back on the field the next morning, um, England England comes into bat and they, bloody Jardine just goes into, look, we're, uh, we've got a decent lead already. I'm just going to bat boring for a while. Oh, um, no fun. Slowly make some runs. So they put the brakes on and just like, let's just um, – do some uninteresting cricket, yeah. let everyone calm down for a bit and we'll get an unassailable lead. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was going uh, well for England. Australia couldn't get them out. All seemed lost for Australia. And then Woodfull, Captain Woodfull, decides to bring Donny B on for a bowl hey. just, just before the end of the day. His first ball was a terrible full toss, <laughs> which Hammond uh, attempted to uh, hoik Missed it and he was bowled for 85. <laughs> Bradman, worst ball in test cricket, gets himself his first ever English test wicket. <laughs> Oi. Um, That's embarrassing. And that was the end of the of day's them. play. 
I see. So they came out uh, the next day and um, England batted on, ended up with a lead of 532. <laughs> You'd have to say they cannot lose from here. Um, uh, so then Australia comes in again. Fingleton out for another duck. That's Woo! a pair for Fingleton. Fingleton. Absolute pair. Um, but he ain't no snitch. And then uh, Ponsford comes out. Uh, is it Ponsford? Yeah. He, yeah. And he, yeah, Ponsford comes out, but he goes. And so now Australia's two for three. Woo! When Bradman comes to the pitch. <laughs> um, and once again, Bradman is batting like a, a, dance, a dancing around madman. <laughs> um, um, but this time he's having a bit more luck. He That's gets good. easily past 50. He gets to f- um, 50 off about 60 balls. Nice. Um, and then he's just cracking like he's, he's – he's, he gets to 66, I'm afraid, before it's all over. Oh, no. <laughs> 66. And he is caught, caught and bowled by uh, Verity. Oh, my favourite wicket. Verity. Verity. Caught and bowled Verity. <laughs> I got you, Donald, says he. Um, and so, look, Australia were pretty much done and dusted. Yeah. It was uh, an exciting innings, but was it the innings that Australia needed? No. 66 off, um, you know, off about 70 balls. When you're chasing 532. No. I don't think it is, <laughs> uh, Donny B. So, once again, hats off to England for turning Don Bradman into a foolish batsman <laughs> who cannot make good cricketing decisions. Um, and so then England goes on to win this very um, fractious test match by 338 runs. Wow. Which is a massive win. Yeah. And now they are two to one ahead with two more test matches to play. But two days after this big win, uh, the MCC, the English oh, hey. Cricket Club, replies to the, uh, to the message from the Australian Board of Cricket. And they say, We, the Marleybone Cricket Club, deplore your cable. I we, don't know what that means. They hate it. Oh, okay. We absolutely think it's disgusting. How dare you? <laughs> We deplore it. It's deplorable. <laughs> we deprecate your opinion that there has been unsportsmanlike play. They're calling BS. Okay. They're like, rubbish. <laughs> Where's your proof? Um, we have fullest confidence in captain, team and managers and are convinced that they would do nothing to infringe either the laws of cricket or the spirit of the game. <laughs> We have no evidence that our confidence has been misplaced. Much as we regret accidents to Woodful and Oldfield, (laughs) we understand that in neither case was the bowler to blame. If the Australian Board of Control wish to propose a new rule or law, it shall receive our full consideration in due course. We hope the situation is not now as serious as your as your message would seem to indicate. (laughs) But if it is, such as to jeopardise the good relations between English and Australian cricketers, and you consider it desirable to cancel remainder of programme, we would consent, but with great reluctance. I see. So they have come back again, just as hard. Yeah. They're like, bullshit! (laughs) They're like, oh, you want to quit? Oh, you want to quit? Quit? Yeah, yeah. Quit. Oh, if you don't like the laws of the game, which they are playing within, and you want a new rule that protects your batsmen from being wusses, 
propose the rule. I mean, we make the rules and we'll consider it. <laughs> so go ahead. Uh, and look, if you uh, want to stop playing, fine. Have a cry. Have a sook. <laughs> we'll we'll let you stop. They're like, you guys are chickens. Yeah. So you're chickening out. That is the vibe of this. It's I like, see. have a winch. Yeah. You, you lost you lost, and you're having a winch <laughs> is what the uh, MCC is saying. Um, and so um, – and that – Brings to conclusion the third and uh, so spiciest test We need match. to win the next two to win the series. Yes, we are 2-1 down in this uh, contentious bodyline series. I don't see how Donny B is going to get his head on straight. Um, who's going to have a word to Donny B? Uh, and say, do you want to remember Archie how to Jackson. bat? I mean, yeah, where is Archie? <laughs> is I mean, he still alive? <laughs> yeah, I would send Archie Jackson out there, crutches and all. Um, just get him out there with wearing shorts so that they can see the pussy boils on his legs. Because <laughs> um, that'll, that'll put them off their game. Yeah. Nothing puts a bowler off their run-up like pussy boils. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I've always said that. It's time. No, no, it is. It is your motto. Uh, it is looking increasingly difficult for Australia at this stage. Just the English plan to upset um, the Bradman way of batting is uh, winning, but yeah. at what cost? At um, what cost? Fractured skull. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone but Bradman seems to be paying the price. Yeah. For Bradman's their... just leaking convers- private conversations. As yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Bradman's gone dirty dog mode. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> if you if you believe Jack Fingleton, which I do, yeah. hashtag stand with Jack. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> He's got no reason to lie. Nah. He was, I mean, he was runner-up in the Gubby Allen Award many times yeah. as being a pretty good bloke. Yeah. Just not quite good enough. Not very good at cricket, two ducks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> two ducks in the one match is... At least yeah. one duck too Quit worthy. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard to come back from. It's hard to justify your place in the team. Yeah. What are you in the team for? I bat. How many did you make? Zero. <laughs> what about in the second innings? No, whole game. <laughs> not one. Not one. Not one. Didn't make I mean, if you, can, if you can take a good catch as a fielder. Um, yeah. Or a cheeky run out. Oh, yeah. That's, then, like, that's your only hope. Yeah. Um, I'm, what are you... I mean, I play cricket. Oh yeah, what, you, what position? I just, I just field, just a fielder. Do you have bat? Yeah, but I don't score. I never score. Zeros, zeros across the board. But cheeky runouts. Yeah. Oh, runouts every innings. Yeah. You can count on that. Yeah, because I wonder if you'd be a better runner, run outer if you were able to throw your voice a little bit like a ventriloquist, so you could, <laughs> so you could. Say, convince one of the batsmen that the the other batter had called them through for a run. Like, uh. like two in that. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Like that. But make it sound like it's coming from the other batter to lure them out of their pitch, lure them out of the crease. It's got to be. I mean, it's probably not in the spirit of the game, but at this stage, as long as it's not explicitly breaking the law. There's a hole in the market. I mean. <laughs> Ventriloquist <Yeah>. fielders. <laughs> two in that. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So if you are a ventriloquist looking for a career change, yeah. I'm suggesting there it is. Yeah, and you've got like a like an average sounding voice, like a what's the word I'm looking for? Like a real like um yeah yeah I can't think of the yeah. word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's on the tip of my tongue, but just like you know, just the average yeah voice. What is that? Like one? a bland kind yeah, of yeah. That's 
Yeah. Not the word, but yeah, no. yeah it's describing the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uninteresting, <laughs> boring. No. no yeah, you're going in the opposite okay. direction. It's all right. Just like you've got that voice, you know, yeah, yeah. That, the word. Yeah. You've got that voice. Standard. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you've got a voice that like you could change. Sound, it, yeah. It, it could be It could be someone any else's voice. voice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you, you don't have like a unique voice. <laughs> oh, my God. The, and your eventualist. You've got broad range in your yeah, voice yeah. of sounding like the most amount of people. Yeah. To be, I reckon most cricketers end up sounding fairly yeah. similar. Also, if you're in the heat of the heat of the game, yeah. you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that was that was my guy yeah. saying that." <laughs> um, well, look, we have been recording for quite some time, but who knows when we'll record again? Yeah, I mean, so, five months worth. Yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> and it was, you know, we can't be splitting the Adelaide Test match of the Absolutely Bodyline not. series into two parts. Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, look, we've come up with some great new ways to revolutionise cricket via ventriloquism. Oh, you will also need to be good at running out people. Yeah, but, I mean... Ventriloquism is only part, yeah, of the, yeah. part of the skills you need. So, if you are a good ventriloquist who also has a knack of um, being able to hit targets with a, with a ball that you throw... Yeah. ...fairly reliably... Yeah. Um, <laughs> ...then... I think then you've definitely got a, a red hot chance. Yeah. But on the plus side, you don't really need to be able to bat or bowl. Yeah, exactly. Because that's not what you're there for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're there to trick the batsman. Yeah. And to run them out. So do you reckon you'd put them like at the the last end of the batting? I don't know how many numbers there are. Uh yeah, tail ender. Yeah, like uh, you, they go in at eleven yeah. after, after the bowlers. After the bowlers. Yeah, I want them to be even worse batters <laughs> yeah. than the the worst. The, the, the bowler yeah. is the worst batter. The, the only thing they're good at yeah. is running out and ventriloquism. Yeah. They do not even uh, – pra- they're not allowed to practice batting no. ever. If exactly. you're in there as a specialist fielder, that's all you're allowed to be good at. Yeah. Um, and so if you score – every run you score is negative from your team's total. Mm-hmm. So if you go in there and accidentally score four runs, negative four. Yeah. <laughs> That's the new rules. Um, Surely you just like if if you just hit something, you just don't run. Yeah, yeah. It'd be fun. It'd be a fun end of the game where the where the, bat- the bowling team is suddenly trying to get you to score runs. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I'd, I'd watch that. Um, all right, we better leave this here, um, and we'll see you in 2023 <laughs> when we come back for. The- um, oh, that would have been the perfect place to do the bit, but I, 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 I panicked. <laughs> Don't worry, keep it going. Okay, uh, but it is good to be back. It was fun. Yeah. Um, hopefully, there was no sound issues. Yellow swag, if there was. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, the degree has begun. The audio engineering mm-hmm. certificate will be yeah, laminated before we know it. It's on the way. Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode. So more like twenty twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What can you do, you know? Um, but uh, hopefully you enjoyed this return episode um, and you look forward to patiently, patiently waiting for the next episode of Yonks Ago! Yonks Ago!